Sephiroth, is he real? Or is it all in Cloud's mind? Get ready to refill your hit points. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hit Points Podcast. I'm Matt Acevedo, joined, as always, by my amazing self-quarantine co-host, Naeem Stewart. Yo! And Emily Rose Jacobson. Howdy! <laughs> I feel like we were going to harmonize there for some reason. I don't know what that was. I was like, oh, Naeem did something fun, I'll do something fun, and then that, like, vomited out of my vocal cords. I loved it. I was, my, my a crazy day. was to go to third. <laughs> I was, howdy, and then I was going to come in like, howdy. Yep. <laughs> but guys, we are here with a very <laughs> special guest. Um, please give a warm round of applause from your prospective homes or cars or wherever uh, for, uh, from Mass Effect Ventum, Miss Tanea Rivers. Wow, what an yeah. intro. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming on the show. How are you doing? holding up there's been a lot of news this week so i'm pretty excited to uh game more in my home as i will remain yeah Good. yeah i feel that how, how are you two let's check in with everybody night night emily how are you guys doing oh uh <laughs> work work is kicking my little butt right now but uh other than that you know what just trying to take it one day at a time as we all can manage to do. Uh, God, I'll tell you one good thing that happened. I got Ooh. my I got my Nintendo Switch Lite. I got my Coral <laughs> Switch Lite. I gotta say, Emily is showing this to us on Zoom, and it looks sleek as heck. Really nice. Gosh, it's like it's, it's the like color a is pink. great. Yeah, it's such a like a it's such a nice pink color. I'm glad that they didn't go for a light. Same. Uh, I like love they that did they went with their DS. Yeah. I really love this, like, yeah, like this corally, this dark coral pink. It's great. And just the Switch Lite feels so good. I, I always, I'm someone who plays my Switch portably, like, 90% of the time, I hardly ever hook it up to the TV. And so being able to have this is, like, awesome. It just feels so good. Oh, and the buttons, yeah, they just, the white just pops. It's kind of awful, because right now, I'm I'm playing every I'm playing Animal Crossing on the Animal Crossing Switch that I got on my so I can play it on TV, <laughs> and I'm playing everything else on my light. <laughs> I don't know, I, I have a problem. I, I thought you were going to be that way. Three at one point. <laughs> I did have three, but I sold one to upgrade to the Animal Crossing exclusive, <laughs> which I'm very proud of. Uh, Naim, what are you up to, man? You doing all right, bud? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just busy with work, pretty much working, and then when I'm home, I'm doing other stuff. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm not when I'm home. When I'm <laughs> where off are work. you, Naim? <laughs> where did you go? <laughs> I'm just revealed the rose when he leaves. He broke his point. I leave and go out in the darkness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's where you do oh, no. your dark video game design and like a, a scary, uh, a scary dank dungeon. <laughs> no, when I'm done work, I just. Either I'm doing other work outside of work. It's just, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm great. I'm good. Dandy. You good, sure? man. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, That's good. good, man. I've been watching a lot of Yu Yu Hakusho. Just re-watching that bad boy, mm-hmm. that old anime from late 90s or the millennium. Uh, oh, and boy, howdy, does that hold up. Some of the dialogue's a little, a little dated, but, um, you know, but it's it, great. It doesn't hold up like Dragon Ball Z? It's like it's like the, it's around uh, the same time, isn't it? Yeah. So like the dialogue, like the insults are so dated. It's great. Okay. It's yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. I've um, been getting back into anime and manga too. I nice. feel that like in this time, I am reverting back to the things that comforted me when I was going through difficult times of my life in high school and junior high, and I am like hardcore going back on that anime. And man- mm. I ordered manga books because Amazon is delivering manga books right now. Like, they are. Prime. I'm getting them in two days or less. It's insane. What are you reading? 
Uh, oh gosh, it's the one I told you about. Uh, it's basically about this, it's called, it's called Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. It's about this ghost that haunts a bathroom, and it's about all these ghosts that live in this school. Uh, Justin Briner actually does the voice of the main character in the Funimation dub, and so a lot of people are getting into it because they love them some, some good old, some good old Deku. <laughs> they love some good old main character. Is the anime pretty new, right? Yeah, it just came out in January, and the manga's pretty new, too. Like, you can, I can only, you can, the third book, I don't think, is available yet. It's going to be available in May, but it's a, it's a Square Enix manga. It was published in the Square Enix monthlies, and it's got, like, I love the art style. It's got this really, in the anime art style, like, it follows the manga, but just the colors are so great, too. It's got a really nice design and aesthetic. I did and, see that on my queue, so I will mm. definitely check that out. It's a it's a fun if you like like a culty uh, kind of ghosty spirits and kind of fun silliness. It's good. I just watched one that premiered because it's now spring anime season, so there's a lot of premieres called Glipnir, where which I, I I couldn't get into. I saw the pilot. I'm like, this is too weird for me. Uh, and about like this kid who like transforms into a demon that looks like a like a like a like a Mickey Mouse mascot like wolf thing. Hey. <laughs> what? Real weird. Not it's not my favorite. But anyways, but enough about anime. This is a video games podcast. That's right. That's right. Let's start things off everybody. We we are in quarantine, which means we have more time to game. Let's start with what have we been playing? Let's start with Tanea. What have you been up to? What have you been playing? Uh I've actually been playing BioShock Infinite. I know that's Woo! Emily's the, favorite games. They're right. I got the Lutesses right. I don't know if you can see them right awesome. there. They're awesome. I just got to the part where you learn more about them, and I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense now. Is this your first time? Yeah, first time oh, playing it. So it's nice. it's definitely been a treat of uh, learning about this game. Uh, the Bioshock one was spoiled for me, so. I don't no. know really anything about Infinite, so I'm like going in there completely blind. It's it's been a blast. Well, that's awesome. Well, cool. Well, thank. Well, that's that's super great. Uh, what about you, Nyan? What have you been up to? What are you playing? Uh, it's been a mix between. Uh, well, I, I finished Resident Evil Three. Uh, I got it when it came out. Played it over the weekend, and I beat it, and I enjoyed it. It, it was shorter than I. Well, I never beat the original one, but it was shorter than I thought it would be. But I still enjoyed my experience with it. Uh, the The environment design they did with that game is extremely good. I, it And the music and the sound effects, everything about that game, while being short, is really good. I liked it. And do, you, do you like it better than Resident Evil 2 Remake? Or less? It... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to go into spoiler territory with the game, but if I had to choose between the two, it would probably be two because two had more replayability than three to me because you can mm. play with Leon and Claire, two different stories. And then yeah. you have the new game plus where you could have, like you could experience the story differently and kind of. But uh, I so I, I did like two more, but three was still really, really good. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to replay it again because I missed some stuff within the story that I want to like experience. But uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, and on, on top of that, I've also been playing uh, MLB The Show. Yeah, buddy. So I, <laughs> I, this is the first time I've ever owned a uh, official MLB game. Like I've owned Backyard Baseball or whatever, which yeah. is awesome. The best. Yeah. But M- this is the first MLB game I've ever owned. And I didn't think I would have this much fun with it. It's like being in a game, at a real game, but without the boring stuff. <laughs> In a way. Are you kidding me? Am I gonna have to get MLB the show? It's a lot of fun. It's it's really good. Like it, it, it just puts you through, right in the game. And like it gets through it quick too. Like yeah. you know, yeah. like it's just you don't have to wait for every walkout. Like there yeah. it's like, oh now it's the next person's yeah. happening. That's you great. Can do it that I way, just though. don't know I just don't know like baseball stat stats that well. I don't think you need, do need to, know. to do I need to know like stats to do well in this game? No, they'll is it they do a really good job with the tutorial with just yeah. explaining how to play oh, and what's good. what what's A and B and C and blah, blah. Um, they even do like, whenever you're about to start a game, they actually, if you want to play the full game with your full lineup, or you can play like a certain player only, or you can play it in a retro mode. Oh, it, they have cool. different types of ways to play a game that can make it shorter. Or if you want the long experience where you get through it by like 
40, 45 minutes, probably less than that. Dang, okay. I mean, but, even, uh, like the custom, like every person's play style, you can change it up so many yeah. ways. Like, the, like yeah. the way you bat, like the strike zone can be different. The yeah. way you field, it's just like yeah. four different ways to play all like the different positions or uh, the different offensive defense, which is great. Yeah, there's Dang. so much customization within this game that I can see why this is has been for the last, I don't know, close to five, ten years, why this game has been like the best of the best for baseball games. Wow. Yeah. We still uh, need I'm to play it a lot. Yeah, I, I texted you, but you ignored it. But I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah. Dang. That's some yeah. real shade on hit boys. <laughs> we'll play, we'll play, we'll play. <laughs> It sounds good though. The music options, like it sounds like you're uh, having it's, a blast. It's in really that. good. Well, the soundtrack's I, always really good too. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yes, we will play. Uh, yeah. I'm very happy about the picture that we got from the Astros. Just say that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's really good. <laughs> That's another. Oh my god. Shit. No, yeah, he <laughs> he like, is oh real good. <laughs> okay, no, we just um, the boys keep hitting, taking hits. <laughs> taking hits uh, oh man i have my guys. sweater like hanging in my closet and i'm like i can't put you on yet you're so comfy you're a great button-up sweater not yet not yet that's awesome man yeah we will play soon i promise yes that's why i keep yes. telling my little brother <laughs> oh, oh i'm just kidding <laughs> but we will play emily what have you been up to what have you been playing Yo, um, what have I been playing? Some more Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, just checking in every day. Uh, I'm really mad. I really want the Sakura items. I really want the Cherry Blossom items and those recipes. But I keep getting all the egg stuff. And just because of work right now, uh, it's so hard to play like during the day. I usually play like a little in the morning and a lot at night. So I don't know if you get the Sakura items in the middle of the day. I just want those spring items and not oh. the eggs. I what? got you. I got you. Do you have them all? I think so. I okay. feel like I have, I have them. like I have like 50 petals because I'm just collecting all the petals until I get the recipes. I'll send you all my petals if you can just make me stuff. Yeah, dude. Just come okay. over, drop them over. in front of me, and then I'll like make them and you'll leave the island with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I got you, dude. I got you. Question. Yes. How many people how many islanders do you have? Oh, I'm up to I think the max. I uh I think I have like seven or eight how did you get more i feel like i'm stalled on islanders i just have five um you have to talk to tom nook and he's going to ask you to like upfront ten thousand bells to like sell the property to get someone to come in so like you're gotcha okay. so you have to go to infrastructure okay, so to i want to okay yeah yeah because that's how you get you need a, to get kk to come i haven't gotten it yet because my last villager is moving in tomorrow um, which is an octopus. It's great. Um, but he is that from uh, Zelda. From Zelda, he looks like he kind of looks like a uh, kind of looks like one of those octolings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, I got you. And then just, just go talk to Tom Nook. He'll, he'll tell you want to add infrastructure, and you should be able to build like three more plots. Awesome. Okay. Cool. And then when do you think we get the shop upgrade? You don't have the shop yet. No, I do. When do you think oh. it ex expands? Because I want more things. I feel like that one might take is going to take a while. I think in previous games, it's when you spend X amount of money at the shop. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, but the right. items have been kind of crappy for me. So same. Mine have been real garbage. I've been making more money on clothes than I am items for my home, and I want to flesh out my home. Also, <laughs> I do have one. Y'all living your best lives in AC. It sounds like <laughs> I, have, I have one bone to pick. I only yeah. have. I just have one bone to pick with Animal Crossing. <laughs> I would say it's a flawless game, except for one tiny thing. And it's the fact that there are variations of items, like color variations of items. Like I have, I have a white sewing machine and then I found a pink sewing machine. But whenever you use the customization kit, it doesn't let you pull up variants on items that have variants. You have yeah. to wait to find those specific colored items either in the store or on a balloon or somewhere else. That peeves me. Because I'm like, let me just redesign this, please. I know it has a different color. Yeah. That's my one. I feel that. That's my one. Like, if I could change the game, that would be the one thing I would change. Can I ask, what are you, have you decided, I know we were kind of up in the air. Are you going to restart or are you not going to restart? 
Oh yeah, that's the good. I question. don't think I am. I think I'm too tied to it on my rate my regular Switch right now. I think I think I don't even know if I'm gonna put a bunch of games on this one right now. This might just sit uh, in its cute little box all safe right now because I'm not going anywhere portably. I've got my other Switch right now. This is gonna be for like when I travel and I go to work and stuff. This is such a great this is such a great Switch. But the fact that like I'm home so much right now. And I am using it attached to my TV to do Just Dance. Um, I'm namely gonna, I'm namely using my big switch, but I'll definitely start. Like you gotta help after this we wrap, Matt. You gotta teach me how to sync uh, my switch light up to my switch, how to make my main switch, my big switch, my main switch. Yeah, uh, definitely, I got you. But I've also yeah. been playing. I've also been playing Persona Five Royal. I'm on the third palace right now. Uh, it's super great. I think I'm gonna write a piece about it for Gate Girl. That's basically like all the things that like the five percent of our world does better because it's not just a new character and extended storyline it's like they bring all these other new gameplay elements in that like really change up the game from the first time you play it and so it's really great and then i uh finished playing a game called stella s-t-e-l-a it's a game that's available on the ios xbox one and switch and pc it's this really cool kind of adventure side-scrolling puzzle platformer. Not really a platformer, mm -hmm. more of like a side-scrolling puzzle adventure that's like got these really, it's just, it's just definitely like an environmental experience game. It's Sweet. gorgeous oh, and that. haunting. Uh, and so yeah. I, I'm working on my review for that right now. So if you want to hear mm. my thoughts on that, uh, you can check it out on Geek Girl Authority pretty soon. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. Nice, dude. Yay. Um, I'll make mine quick. Uh, I've been also, I'm a hundred hours deep into Animal Crossing, which is insane in the short amount of time. Oh, <laughs> um, I, so I've been doing that. I got back into Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the, the Black Order, which is, I, I, you know, it came out at a time when a bunch of games were dropping. Mm -hmm. So I kind of got buried for me. So I went back cause it's kind of the time for to do that. And it's so fun y'all. It is yeah, such a, a lot of fun. Game. It's just a fun beat em up. You have to grind though. Like I have to go back and level up my characters. I still don't know what my party is. All I know is I want Miles Morales in it the whole time. Um, <laughs> as Miles you should. Man. Oh, as soon as yeah. you get like Miles and, and Gwen, I was like, they're just my team now. That's all I'm yeah. using. Exactly. So I, I'm, I'm just deep in that. It's just such a nice change of pace, you know. Um, and I want to play with you guys really bad, Naeem and, and Snail. Yeah, and, that would be like, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down for that. So I've been doing that. Um, the computers are real dumb in it. Like your your teammates just like don't block or jump or dodge. Yeah. They just People stand there taking beating. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah, constantly switching to like yeah. try and get them out You have out to put there. like a tanky character to like be able to take those hits. Yeah. Yeah. But it's real fun, y'all. Uh, and then I today I beat Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is a beautiful, beautiful game. It's from Moon Studios. They did a phenomenal job with the second one. It's so emotional. The music's so powerful. It's one of my favorite, probably like gaming soundtracks, is the Ori soundtrack. Um, and just the amount of emotion in this platformer is so dang good. And they don't speak at all. It's all through expression and music. Mm. Uh, and it's so good, man. That ending got me all choked up. Uh, I, I, you guys got to. I still need to play the first one. So I, I know it's, that's also a good game. It's yeah, man. Final, but uh, I just haven't gotten around to it. God, that franchise is like my, it's my it's one of my favorites. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just go play this game. It's it it's so good. And the platforming is just it's chef's kiss. It's so good. <laughs> um, so that's what I've been playing. That's what we've all been playing. Let us know what you guys have been playing at refill your hit points at gmail.com and uh, hit points pod on Twitter. But we got a lot of news to talk about, don't we guys? Mm-hmm. Let's start with uh there's a lot, actually. Let's start with uh, something that dropped out of nowhere yesterday, uh, which is the PlayStation 5's controller. They dropped the model, what it looks like, the, the some of the features on it as well. Um, I'm just going to read through a couple of the features that stood out to me. Um, they're, so they're calling it the DualSense wireless controller. Mm -hmm. They want to be more immersive. Different with from the DualShock. That's right. That's right. Um, and the, the features include haptic feedback, which... Uh, quoting from the IGN article, adds a variety of powerful sensations you'll feel when you play, such as the slow grittiness of driving a car through mud. Um, also incorporated adaptive triggers into the L2 and R2 buttons um, of the DualSense, so you can truly feel the tension of your actions, like when you're drawing a bow to shoot an arrow. 
which is pretty yeah. great. It's I think really this cool. is going to be That's dope. really cool. We first, yeah. we first tested haptics uh, at the VR company I was working at, and it was just amazing, like, how it can simulate almost pretty much any motion. So I'm really excited to see what this is going to be in an actual controller. That's awesome. I, I didn't know you guys were already a mess with that, Snea. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was working at a company. We did basically basically narrative virtual reality. So we had a, a haptic chair uh, that we used for the VR. That's that, um, so like how 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 much of like the tension could you feel? Is it like uh, I don't even know. Like is it more like vibrational? Like or is it like actual like um, tension? So it's it's more than just the vibration you would feel from the Dual Shock. It's like it basically simulates any motion and could program any motion so you could feel like you're levitating too which was really cool dang that's dope <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that's real dope uh they also added, it's, they removed the share button on the controller as well and added a create button i guess there's going to be a little more customization to the create feature uh, which we don't have the details on that yet but looking forward to that and also there will be a built-in microphone and headphone jack to the controller which is really cool. So I, and, uh, I, I know, Naeem, you were a little hesitant with the look of it. Yeah, the look is fine. It's, it look <laughs> is fine. I just was thrown off by the white. But if, yeah. if they were to, I'm pretty sure they'll have different colors for it. Oh, yeah. Especially because a lot of people have been tweeting absolutely. out there like, uh, like their designs of it, which was it's pretty fun see like what people come up with but it, the the design is fine uh it just the yeah. white just threw me off of it um i also like that they're putting it uh usb-c for that controller as well Ooh. or charge cable oh. which is dope because a lot of a lot of uh, companies are now doing it to their devices like phones and uh uh the smart smart tablets and whatnot so it's good that they're doing it and it feels like they're ahead of the curve in terms of uh functionality as opposed to xbox which i do like the xbox controller but they're still using batteries from what i remember yeah here, yeah they are which lithiums. is bizarre yeah <laughs> it really is. Uh, i think it's and i think this is a really fun tease i think playstation is like just playstation's playing the long game and i think they're doing an excellent job of it I do mm. commend Xbox for being like, this is like at the Game Awards, like, hey, you know what? This is it. This is what you're looking forward to. Here it is. Boo. And everyone was like, whoa, that's great. And it feels like PlayStation is like, oh, here's a little t tasty taste. A month mm -hmm. later, oh, here's a little tasty taste again. It's a controller. <laughs> oh, you want, this is how backwards compatible it's going to be. Not as much as you thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and all these kind of like, almost like little tidbits. Yeah. And I think it's working because it keeps, it keeps the PS5 in everyone's mind. Mm -hmm. Versus like the Xbox Series X, like, which we already know. Hey, like, here's our refrigerator. All. And then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and Hellblade 2. Doesn't it look yeah. good? <laughs> okay, bye. You know, I, I'm, I'm really stoked about it too. Um, I, I, I like the shape of it. I, I personally like Xbox's controller more. I like the shape of it. I feel like it's more comfortable on my hand. Um, it feels more firm to me. I don't know, but I, I, I'm excited that it's kind of going for that look. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a BMW. I tweeted about this. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, the white, the white's a little wonky. It'd be interesting if we get a white PS5, which will be a little crazy. If they went yeah. back, if they went back to the gray, I think that'd be really nice. I think oh. you could do like a gray or a dark gray. gray would be nice. Somebody did like a, a design of the original PlayStation controller with with on this controller. It was pretty Ooh. cool. I like the design. We had we had a white PS3 or PS4 at one point. I think it was for Destiny when it, oh, when it first yeah, came that's out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget that Spider-Man PS4. I should have got it. Yeah. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> the prettiest PS4. <laughs> <We are. laughs> oh well. Well, guys, let us know what you think about that. I know, um, I know, we were getting on our Twitter like some people were back and forth on it, not on mm -hmm. but on our personal. So I want to hear what you guys think about it. Um, up next, though, guys, you know, Capcom released a survey. Emily, we want to take this one. Yeah, so after the success of not only the Resident Evil 2 remake, but also the Resident Evil 3 remake, Capcom released a survey uh, basically asking uh, what other, like, would you like to see us do more remakes or perhaps would you like to see a sequel? And yeah. so, uh, yeah. 
those are kind of, and it's just kind of pulling the audience. And I believe, yeah, Naeem, we were talking about this a little beforehand. Naeem said it perfectly a lot. And so did Twitter. A lot of people are requesting for a remake of Veronica, Resident Evil Code Veronica, yeah. uh, which is like the narrative follow-up to Resident Evil 2 and 3. Uh, but after that, it seems like a lot of people are kind of, we're done with remakes. Like you've done some really awesome remakes, but I think there comes a time where just the remake excitement and the remake luster kind of gets worn out, especially with just how fast they've given us these remakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I could definitely see them possibly doing, yeah, Veronica next. And then hopefully yeah, investing that time and seeing what people have loved about these remakes and building the next Resident Evil. Yeah. Or building yeah. Yeah. I loved Seven. I thought Seven was great. Seven was spooky and cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird yeah. and spooky. I liked it. Yeah, they're. I'm fine with them just doing Code Veronica and stopping. They don't need to do four because four has been released on almost every platform there is as a remake or just uh, just another release. Uh, but yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. Would you want one? No, well, one does definitely doesn't need. They made a one already. But <laughs> they, they've done a remake for one. Oh, that's right. I guess they did for a new while gen. ago. Yeah, they for could. GameCube, and then it was released on the next consoles after that, and the next consoles after that. So it was it was on every console generation from the GameCube on. So uh, I'm fine with it not being remade. Yeah. Uh, they definitely <laughs> It's like should, no more. Yeah. As much as I like Resident Evil, the first one, it's it, I'm fine with it just being what it is now. I'm just ready for something else as a continuation to 7 or just a, just a new title in the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah, so. I'm with Naeem. I, I think Veronica should be the last one that's remade and yeah. then move on to like something new. Yeah, Veronica doesn't get enough credit because it's actually a really good game i think it's underrated uh it's very creepy because it's it's not spoilers it's not I've in the ne- city I've anymore never played this one yeah so that's all i'll say <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh yeah i i remember watching my dad play it and he beat it when i was a kid and it was very very creepy because of the setting they put it uh, where it takes place so Dude, i would like to yeah, he's. That's how Did I. Did you got not listen games. to the Naeem interview? Yeah. Go all in about it. <laughs> I'm just remembering because my dad. No, he played video games, but nothing, like, nothing like that. Yeah, you my know. dad's a hardcore video gamer. All our dads uh, play video games. That's true. My dad was Until into 98. Yeah, and flight yeah. simulators. The next thing is Tie Fighter simulators. Yeah. All the Madden, literally just Madden. I remember playing Madden with my dad, and <laughs> interesting enough, so the first game I played in Madden against him was I was playing with the Falcons he was playing with the Jets and I was just thrashing him and then I remember saying are you going easy on me and then he didn't say anything and then the next game (laughs) the next game we played he played with the Colts and I played the Falcons again and we were playing on snow and he was just dominating me I was just like like, I'm a (laughs) (laughs) whippersnapper right yeah He's like, like Rock Lee, he removed uh, the weights binding his legs. Yeah, it was between that and playing Tekken with him. And he would just always dominate me in Tekken. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fathers, you know? Yeah. Damn, well, that's enough talking about things. fathers. Let's see what's going on with mamas. Oh, gosh. Wow. Cooking that mama. Trans- that's a great <laughs> transition. That was a really solid transition. Chef's kiss that. Guys, Cooking Mama for the Switch is going through some crazy, crazy weird stuff. A lot it of it's turned into like the the murder mystery of the year. Like, and who knew that such an intriguing like mystery would be around a Cooking Mama game? Yeah. <laughs> It's insane. Uh, so if you guys don't know what's going, what's going on with Cookie Mama, Cookie Mama uh, Cookstar, I believe it's called for the Switch, was supposed to come out a couple weeks ago in, in late March, um, like around the time Animal Crossing came out for the Nintendo Switch. It came out on the eShop for a moment, and then it was removed completely. No word or anything about it. Um, um, you can still get it on the shelves if i mean at this point it's it's now a rare thing but like there are there were like physical copies released as well and you can still get some stuff on on amazon but there is a whole controversy with with this micro um oh my gosh what's the word i'm looking for microtransactions so here so here we go here we go so basically as soon as this game disappeared 
And everyone was like, wait, I definitely pre-ordered Cooking Mama. And it's not, I got my money back and it's no longer in the eShop. What's going on? It was the fact that the Cooking Mama Twitter account and the developer Twitter account did not say anything, which is like as someone who works in like PR and social media, holy cow, that's like the worst thing you can do because things like this happen. Suddenly rumors start uh, showing up. So basically everyone's trying to speculate what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. So suddenly finally someone found a 2019 press release from one of the publishers saying that for Cooking Mama, uh, the next game, this game, it mentioned that it was going to have blockchain, it was a blockchain powered video game publisher and that the Mm. new game would be the first to integrate blockchain technology on consoles. So that's the thing where everyone is like, oh my gosh, crypto. Everyone suddenly started associating blockchaining with crypto mining, which it's not. Blockchain is mainly used to ensure a secure cryptocurrency transactions. Mm, so that's okay. what it's used. Um, and so basically that rumor circulated. Um, also the Nintendo Switch doesn't have the processing power to mine for cryptocurrency. So putting that on a software wouldn't make sense for it either. Uh, and so another rumor that was going around too was that the game was causing Switch consoles to overheat and die. And so, and everyone was like, what? Oh my gosh. And then fine, the final rumor was that uh, the game had to be, you had to be online at all times in order to play. Uh, and that it stole personal user information from your Switch. What in yeah. the world? And so everyone was like, all these wild rumors were going around. Everyone was saying all this stuff. Uh, finally, uh, the, the real developers of game, which is first playable, <laughs> came forward and answered questions through Twitter. It basically said it does not contain, <laughs> Cooking Mama Cookstar does not contain cryptocurrency, data collection, or blockchain <laughs> software. The game works fine. Uh, they tested it for months on the console. The team has physical copies. It's great. No issues with them at all. So it turns out... It was pulled because of an undisclosed, it was pulled from the eShop due to an undisclosed legal dispute between one of the, so basically, yeah, it was pulled for a legal dispute because this new Cooking Mama game under new developers and new publishers ripped music off of YouTube from old Cooking Mama games. The truth is also bizarre. (laughs) So it ripped music from Cooking Mama Limited, which was like uh, one of the publishers, and they just didn't pay for the music apparently, wow. and that's why it was pulled because there's a legal there's a legal dispute going on with the game. So the game's available on Amazon. I have it in my cart right now. Do y'all think I should purchase it? <laughs> <laughs> now you know that the full information, the full information that it is being held because of music licensing issues. Do I? Um, do I? Pull- do I pay for this game? How much does it cost? Uh, right now, it costs sixty three eighty seven. I mean, if you don't care about like it being low quality music, you know, for the bops, it's probably still. It's probably still, still high quality. It just it's just copywritten music. They're just in trouble. <laughs> YouTube. Music I will have a rare copy quality. of Cooking Mama if they release it with new music. This is a collector's edition. I think your heart's telling you yes. I, my heart is telling me, yes, I'm going to do this. <laughs> do I buy in a technically illegal game? <laughs> well, here's Man. the thing. Here's the thing. If the corona, if COVID wasn't going on right now, <laughs> if we didn't have social distancing, would this game still be available in stores or would they physically take the copies out of stores? That's the question. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Because everyone wants this game and they got to purchase it digitally or I guess through Amazon or Walmart. But the fact that it's, I mean, it is pretty limited on Amazon, which is making me thinking that publisher, the publishers are probably asked, like, please take That's why I was asking. Did they, I would imagine they would have got sent them a letter or whatever to take that game down. Cease and desist, yeah. I'm sure there's people, though, trying to make money during this time. Let me see. I mean, if you go on eBay, people bought, there's like, I hate this. It's like a picture of, like, they're selling them, like, $100 a pop. And there's a, it's just like a table of like five, of, like 10 of them, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can't get it on GameStop at all. It is unavailable. Mm. All right, I can get this on Monday, April 13th with free local express shipping. Hell I guess yeah. that's just an ethical thing at this point. I'm getting, Emily, it. I'm I'm getting so the special excited. Cooking Mama game. All right, it has been it's bought. It's quarantine. It's, it's been purchased. I also had an Amazon gift card, so it has been purchased. You know what? With all that's going on in the world, you know, do, do what you got to do. You know, I did it. 
Mama would be proud. Mama, mama's gonna be real proud because I'm gonna have a limited edition Mama. You made a choice even better than Mama could. <laughs> Mama's so proud. Mama's like, thanks for supporting me during this difficult time in my legal disputes. We expect a full report on this game. <laughs> I'm gonna do a whole special for Geek Girl too, yeah. and it's gonna be called titled "I Have the Cooking Mama Game," and this is my story. It should be like a picture. I have a of technically like, illegal game. Here's like Cooking Mama's story. like like portrait black and white with her face i scribbled out <laughs> i know like a true crimes prop podcast like how did i get here how we got here today emily has a weird copy of cooking everyone emily has a limited copy of cookie mama because all these other stores are no longer selling it yeah because i think on amazon it's not even through like gamestop or a big game publisher it's through these smaller game stores that just have copies and are trying to sell them at this time yeah well speaking of things that aren't going to be able to sell Last of Us Part Two and Iron Man VR has been delayed indefinitely as of now. There is no yeah. further release date due to COVID-19. They are not able to release this game um, at any point soon. So we got pushed yet again. I'm shook. You know, it's, it, it is a bummer that Last of Us got uh, delayed, but at the same time, I'm not like, you know, okay, I, I could wait longer for the game. I have plenty of other games to play to catch up and have a long really long queue so i have a lot of games to play the thing is though it would have been perfect for this time oh, yeah though. it would have like, definitely it's been perfect. literally what's going on right now yeah yeah but uh i'm i'm it is what it is I, i'm fine <laughs> that's the, one of the few games i'm fine with waiting on you know because i yeah. know it's gonna be a perfect or close to perfect experience once i finally get my hands onto it and as we said before too like we expect more of this to come um, mm -hmm. I expect more games to be delayed. I'm going to be surprised if, like, what's coming out in May, like Xenoblade Chronicles Remaster, if that doesn't get pushed, you know, or... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for... Uh, what's the game that they... Uh, Sony's uh, exclusive, the Samurai game. Get the oh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima? Ghost, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's coming next to be delayed. Yeah, uh, I can see that. For sure. Uh, yeah. But it, I'm fine with these delays because I work a lot and <laughs> when i don't have free time i can just play the games that i've missed so it is what it is yeah that's for me you know i i like i said i i just expect more of this and what matters is everyone's safety yeah mm -hmm. and yeah, it, was, it was a shipping problem from what they said they didn't know yeah. if they could ship it and get the physical copies out because they could technically just do it digitally but people some people don't have like good internet to actually get the game to download and won't be fair to them so they're like okay we'll just delay it as a whole so and what about the people who did you get the backpack the special I, edition backpack i reserved the tier under it so i'm getting everything but the backpack i believe so it's the statue and all the other stuff so i yeah I, I believe i'm not getting the backpack i gotta check my order yeah well guys that's all the news we got for today let's go on to our main topic coming Ooh. out this week that is not getting pushed and is actually coming out um, is Final Fantasy VII Remaster. And I know Tanea is a huge Final Fantasy fan. And oh. um, let's just talk about this franchise. Let's celebrate it. Let's get ready for this for this launch date. Um, let's do this thing. So I've been waiting for this for decades. Decades. Yeah. Did anyone see? Apparently, they dropped a new trailer that is a spoiler for the game. That what? They yeah, ap apparently there's a new trailer that released a spoiler for the game. I didn't look at it, so and uh, I didn't look up what the spoiler was, but they're saying that it's like different from you know the OG game. Oh wow! Okay, I have to watch this then. Yeah, I but with that aside, I, I I know some people are already getting their hands on it, and uh, I hear it's great. I hear the battle system is that's more my speed. That kind of battle system, more mm, like Kingdom Hearts. -y. More different from the turn-based the, of the original. Yeah, uh, I do like the turn-based of the original. I'm Me playing too. Persona Five right now, so I'm like, I'm like, I do like those when when turn-based systems are done well. Yeah, it's really really fun. And my first Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy Four, so I love the the battle of what was it the battle of the four gods those themes like da 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 uh, I loved that game. That game had great characters and great combat, and it was challenging, and I loved it. 
yeah, yeah the, awesome. the original classics like the the one through six are they just hold they're near and dear to my heart because they are just the super classic rpg experience with the turn base and we got that also from seven through ten but um yeah i don't know i do really like this new battle system it's definitely more fast-paced like uh 10 2 and <clears throat> the new one 15 um but yeah it's definitely an adjustment for me because i'm used to being able to strategize more and take my time this one i have to think a lot faster uh from playing from the demo yeah so um what what'd you think of the demo i because i i haven't gotten around to playing that yet i thought it was great um it's it's really short but it gives you kind of a, a good snippet of what it what the gameplay is going to be like um how fast paced the battle system is going to be uh, it also introduces uh i believe two main characters barrett and cloud mm -hmm. who you'll be playing as first um and they also kind of mention tifa as well who will be a playable character uh, so it's a good little like intro. It's actually pretty much exactly the same as the demo was in the original. Um, oh, so cool! It goes all the way up to that point. Um, so that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, they're just basically doing the remake of their original demo too. <laughs> That's really cool. I didn't know that. Now, is this the, your first? Was this your first? What was your first Final Fantasy? Mine was actually. Uh, nine and then i've played i haven't played origins which was one and two i haven't played three or four um i think one of those was only available in japan for a bit um but i have played five and six which was uh they remade it for ps4 um as anthology and I, of course i played seven through ten which are great um yeah but I have not actually played the the recent one, fifteen. But I hear that it's pretty amazing. That's awesome. I for me, I uh, my first one was actually ten. I didn't play through seven. My my oh, brother, because okay. I didn't have a PlayStation. Uh, it wasn't until my stepbrothers moved in when my parents remarried that they he was playing. I would see, watch him play seven on the mm -hmm. original PlayStation. So you didn't play any of the ones that didn't have any diet like talking dialogue. Yeah, I, I, guys, I missed out on a lot, which I don't think, I don't think people, many people know that about me. I, I don't play, I haven't played much of Final Fantasy. My intro was actually, um, you know, I think it was Kingdom Hearts, and that introduced me, and then I went to 10. Okay. To 10. Wow. So you didn't know yeah. about, like, any of the Final Fantasy characters that were in there apart from, like, 10, so you didn't know, like, Sephiroth and stuff like that? I, I knew of them, but I didn't, because, like, I feel like everyone at school would talk about it. Um, but I, yeah, I, I learned as I played the game, I would look up who these characters were, um, and like go that route. Oh, dude, you're in for a treat. <laughs> I, I think I'm the first time I've learned about Sephiroth was from that movie, Advent Children. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, that was the first time I've actually <laughs> that was a seen weird him. Movie. Yeah. It was, yeah, I, I, I'm with Naeem there too, because I didn't, that I really like my kind of intro to seven was Advent Children. Yeah. I think oh, it was Advent wow. Children. It was a combination of Advent Children for me and Kingdom Hearts seeing Sephiroth. And I was like, who is this guy? Then looking in history, I was like, okay, he's a Final Fantasy VII uh, villain. Or is he a villain? I don't want to know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's pretty, it's pretty obvious, you know. Yeah. He's always looking very evilly. Yeah. <laughs> I was introduced uh, to Sephiroth and Cloud because so many young ladies in their in their preteen years had big old crushes on Sephiroth not, and Cloud. Not I. I, and so I, I would see okay, I would see in like I was at conventions and stuff as like a little kid. I think my first cosplay ever was Tamari from Naruto and then I did uh Misa from Death Note. Oh they were so bad. Pictures don't <laughs> exist because I burned them all. Um so you can't find no. them. There is I think my best friend Dils does have the Death Note one and if she does Maybe I'll ask her for my birthday. She'll give it to me. She hates it too. <laughs> but um, yeah, I saw so much like fan art and like lovey fan art of Sephiroth and Cloud. Yeah, and that should be art. Yeah, that was like my introduction. I was like, oh, people like the silver-haired, this long silver-haired man and this white, yellow, spiky-haired boy. <laughs> I think I honestly think Final Fantasy VII in the series was like the first where people sexualize the characters so much. Uh, but it makes sense. I mean, you know, they're they're pretty handsome. 
uh, for video game characters and, you know, the women like Tifa, they drew with the biggest boobs ever. So, you know, there's a lot. So uh, I know a lot of fan service stuff will probably come from this game. I mean, I, I, I think they, the rate, the way they did Tifa in this game is pretty great. They made her look definitely more, uh, less sexualized. Yeah. Less sexualized. I'm though, I'm team beefy Tifa. I would love like a beef (laughs) Yeah. Cause she's a boxer. She's supposed to be. Give me like traps Tifa, like someone who is just like, (laughs) like this woman, like, uh, oh gosh, who am I thinking of? Just, yeah. Like Like Ronda Rousey or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Something in that, in that, in that realm, like fighter Tifa. Yeah. Yeah. I've been fine. Um, the first Final Fantasy I've ever be- beaten, which was, uh, I think it was Final Fantasy 10-2. I don't know why or how I ended 10-2 up with it. played 10-2 before 10? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I, I knew of 10, but I just never got it because I was like, all right, well, uh, I just never was interested. But for, I don't know, for some reason I saw, maybe it was something <laughs> You're like, that I, I see three ladies on here. I want to play yeah, this I think it, I think it was a combination of that <laughs> and like seeing extended play or X play was big at that time and i seen the review of it and i was yeah. like um because it was around christmas time when i saw the review and i was like mom i want that game so she got me that game. yeah the, the the gameplay of 10-2 is so different from yeah. from 10 and yeah. they're going that route with their gameplay it seems yeah. like even with like spinoffs like the dirge of cerberus uh yeah. and like uh before crisis like those are all similar gameplay styles yeah i i, I like 10-2 a lot uh, even though it's kind of cheesy three girls you know whatever i I actually liked it a lot (laughs) it was actually pretty uh pretty fun yeah and uh so i then i eventually got 10 on the ps vita and i I haven't beaten it yet but i played it and i gotten past that 10 made me cry it was one of the first games that made me cry i cried during seven as well but i'm not gonna say why because there's still people who don't know even after (laughs) decades later so interesting thing about seven that I don't know if a lot of people know, maybe y'all can correct me and say, oh, I do know that and I am wrong. But this remake that's coming out on the 10th is not the full game. Right. It is yes. the first mm-hmm. installment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have this feeling that a lot of people are thinking it's the full game and stuff. Nope. And I'm like, oh no, it's not. Shoosh, my sweet summer child, no. I love that. Yeah, I love there's that part, rumors part that thing. it's going to be four parts, which that's I wild. think that's way too much. <laughs> yeah, that's To me, insane. I know that they're adding new stuff to the game. Like, who knows? Maybe there's going to be like a whole other middle section. Like, here's a bunch of game that you've never played before Look, in this as, world. As, yeah. as wild as that is going to be, it's four parts. Square Enix knows that people will buy it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I will. Yeah. They're yeah. sitting they're on in my their cart gold mine. They've <laughs> yeah. been watching Resident Evil, and they're like, "What if we did this times four? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you recommend Tanea for people who haven't played the original game? Do you think that jumping into the remake is is the way to go, or do you think people should go through the old school grindy uh, turn base? Um, I'm just gonna be honest. The the original one, although I love it, it has very archaic. Uh, graphics like literally the the his butt looks like a polygon um, <laughs> oh they got like the, like little circle hands <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty bad graphics uh, enough for me to be like honestly you can just start with this one but it is also one of my favorite games of all time like top three uh so i would say for nostalgia yeah sure but uh if this is your first experience with final fantasy 7 uh, other than kingdom hearts i think this would be a good intro sweet you know i i got when i was a kid when i first got into all this stuff i went to go see the movie and i was (laughs) like spirits of awakening and i was really confused spirits it was the one where it was like spirits within yeah spirits within Oh yeah, that confused me too. Also, because it had it pretty much was just a standalone Final that was a Fantasy. Boring experience. movie. Yeah, it <laughs> had great graphics, that movie. Though, but it was terrible <laughs> and confusing. I'm like, what does this have? Like, I know Final Fantasy is an anthology series, but I'm like, why? What? Like, why would you make a movie an anthology? You know? Yeah. Like, Advent Children good. made sense to me because I'm like, okay, this yeah. is like a continuation of this arc yeah 
I'm also really, oh, I don't know. I know Emily mentioned that she really loves like the Final Fantasy IV music. Uh, one thing that really excited me about this remake is that the original composer uh, remastered the music, Nubio Yamatsu. Oh, talk about fantastic game composers. And he, and he made a new song called Hollow, which is actually available on YouTube if you want to listen to it. So I'm pretty excited to listen to the remaster and I ordered the special edition so I can listen to this album after. Nice. That's sweet. Well, guys, how are you feeling? You feeling like, you feeling ready for this? You feeling like, let's do this thing? Let's dive in? I yeah. never, yeah, I got to play <laughs> Final Fantasy VII occasionally at friends' houses. And like, but I also like know the big plot thing because like I watched those friends play the game too. Uh, but I'm really excited, yeah, to dive into this to this remake myself. Yeah, so. I'll definitely be picking it up. Um, I've been waiting for this. I feel like this is a great opportunity for people who haven't, as Stan said, like just to jump into this world finally. I've waited. It's been a long time coming. I know. I know. I'm gonna love it. Like, this is right up my alley. I guys. started crying during the demo, so I'm like, this this is pretty oh. good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this experience. Unlike with Kingdom Hearts 3, which I was actually kind of a little bit disappointed by. Oh, we all were disappointed You're by preaching that. to the choir. That reminds me, I have the $100 full remastered Kingdom Hearts like set. So I have all the remastered games available. I may treat myself and play a good Kingdom Hearts game, Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> yeah, that one's real good. That was the, the best. The, the Sephiroth boss fight's a little easier than Teen Hearts 1. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're by yourself in 1, right? From what I remember. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. by yourself. You're by yourself in, in 2, too. Yeah. I could have sworn you're not. I felt like well, 2 in, in general was easier. Yeah. Yeah, because you've got so much skills and whatnot. Added, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like the different forms, like Final Form and stuff like that. Dark Form. Was dumb. You get Mickey coming in sometimes randomly, which was so yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, cool, guys. Well, Final Fantasy comes out probably tomorrow when you listen to this. Go play it. Let us know what you think. Tanea, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Anytime. And guys, uh, Tanea, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at Riri underscore TV on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me as Jizera on our Mass Effect Eventum podcast. Uh, comes out monthly, sometimes bi-monthly. Um, so yeah, check us out on there. Yeah. Hey guys, thank you so much. If you have any questions for us, please let us know. Uh, send us an email at refillyourhitpoints at gmail.com. You can also ping us on Twitter at hitpointspod on that social. Um, and if you have a minute, leave us a review on, on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much for us. It would mean so, so much. So take a second. Just write whatever you feel, good or bad. doesn't matter. It all helps. And let us know. But guys, thank you so much. It's been a blast. Stay safe out there. I've been, I'm Alcevedo. I'm Naeem Stewart. And I'm Emily Rose Jacobson. And we'll see you guys next time when we refill our hit points. points. It's still hard, far away. <laughs> 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 Wait.